0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX d podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I'm your mayor of PHNX and uh, not nearly as talented or have the stamina that Zach Gallon does. And that's all this episode is about. Of course, this episode, uh, it wouldn't be what it is without this guy next to me. Of course, it is the vice mayor, the Thunderstick, the
1: one and only Jesse Friedman everyone's gushing about your uh your amazing title today Derek one. I know some, sometimes one. you make you make some pretty bad puns sometimes but 44.1 what? miles per gallon was was one of the better I, ones
0: You look I don't on a day like this I'm not going to accept your criticisms Jesse Friedman that's all there is to it all right this is uh you're not taking this one from me this was one of my best and of course I am ready to build the goddamn statue let's go This show is brought to you, by the way, by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. And of course, you're probably your top rated sportsbook app right now on the return of NFL football Sunday, which was very sad for me as an Arizona Cardinals fan. And I don't, I have too much sadness to deal with. So I'm not taking on that burden. Right now, we're just going to talk about the Arizona Diamondbacks and Zach gallon of course, making franchise history with a consecutive scoreless streak of 44 and a third innings pitch. Jesse, what what more is there to say about how good this guy is?
1: Yeah, I mean, I know it's today's the day that the streak ended, right? I mean, so in some ways it's sort of it's sort of sad, but like all in all, I mean, this was just an incredible run by Zach Gallen, 44 and a third innings of scoreless baseball. It's the seventh longest streak in Major League history in a single season, I guess, going um, as far as the live ball era is concerned, sure. which goes back like 100 years. Um, so it's just an incredible, incredible accomplishment from Zach Gallen, And even though this game was The game where the streak finally ended, he was still pretty darn good, Derek. I mean, six innings, four hits, three runs, 11 strikeouts in this game. He didn't walk anyone Uh, striking out 11 in that ballpark is not easy to do for anyone. Uh, And I thought, honestly, that this was one of the best starts that Zach Allen has had recently, even though he did give up a run, which is, you know, feels like a rarity uh, given what he's done lately.
0: It it really does, and I mean, of course, it's not it, it's not a bad outing by any stretch of the imagination. Like you said, eleven strikeouts, three earned runs, four hits. That's a good day at the office for any pitcher in baseball. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, it is one of those things that the the streak did, end. we knew that there was a good chance it was going to end in Colorado with just the 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 inability to control the offense uh, in in a ballpark like that. But more importantly, Jesse, the Diamondbacks lost two out of three to the Colorado Rockies. And I know that the history is great for Zach Gallon. It's great for us. And again, I've talked about this several times. We have to, we have to celebrate the the good moments that we have this year because the team probably isn't going to have that competitive, you know, good moment. They're not going to have that moment of celebrating making the playoffs, most likely this season. We're not going to get that. So we do have to celebrate, you know these milestones, right? Surpassing the number of wins that they had last season by, you know, more than five, more than 10. These are good moments, Uh, personal accomplishments from these players, you know, thinking back to Josh Rojas's day in Chicago and just all of these things that we've had this day for Zach Gallen, this streak has been not only memorable, but something that's so hard to accomplish in not only modern day baseball, but the National League West, let's be honest. This is a offensive powerhouse. Yeah. So for you to be able to carry that kind of streak in a division that requires you to play the teams in this division that it requires you to play, that alone is an impressive feat, right? But uh Zach Gallen, I think the the one th- the one thing I was impressed by the most during his streak, Jesse. By the way, uh the Arizona Diamondbacks had as many transactions as Zach Gallon had innings. Pitched scoreless during his consecutive streak. Forty-one transactions made by the Arizona Diamondbacks during his scoreless streak. That counts for every player being called up, sent down, DFA'd. Wow. Uh, put on Did rehab you really go through? Did
1: you really go through and count really, all of the transactions? I really okay. did.
0: Yes, since this streak started. Yeah, there were a couple of repeats, so I left those out. Like Caleb Smith, like. Today, he was on a rehab start, and then tomorrow, he's on a rehab start. I didn't count those kind of things. I just counted, you know, basically, I like, I counted those as one for the most part, right? And, you know, moving a player around to a rehab start really shouldn't count as a transaction, but MLB counts it. So, I just thought it was funny that during his streak, the Diamondbacks had as many transactions pretty much as innings pitched that he had. But uh, Zach Gallen, of course, continues to be one of the brightest spots for this team. Uh, you actually had a very funny tweet today, though, because, of course, after Zach Gallon did get through his outing, you have the unfortunate task with this team of deciding who's going to come in and not blow this game in Colorado. And it was only Zach
1: it was Gallin. only a two run lead. It was only a was two only run a two lead run at the lead. time. Yeah. So so
0: so the tweet that you sent out said looks like Zach Gallon's day is done after six innings. Who are you going to in the seventh, eighth, ninth to protect the lead? You you, Jesse, you put it to the people. And, uh, let's see some of these responses that we got open shirt. (laughs) That's, that's never a bad idea. Let me tell you why, uh, it's risky, but the risk equals the reward here. I think is what we're saying. Like either I'm going to go out there and pitch a scoreless inning, or I'm going to be so drunk at the time that I'm going to fall on my face (laughs) before I throw a single pitch like either way that's a win I think for everybody uh what else I got? thought
1: oh see, wait, I I ahead, thought sorry. that I thought that you were the closer right open shirt Derek was supposed to be Correct. the closer yeah. so I'm yeah, I think right. it's a little bullish yeah, like are we really comfortable with open shirt Derek going the seventh eighth and oh. ninth innings oh, yeah, I don't know no, if, I don't right. know if open yeah. shirt Derek is prepared mm. for that he's kind not of a length long I do
0: yeah no definitely not he doesn't have stamina he's more of a flash guy um it's it's the entrance and everything else that really is what takes the team off guard, you know? And, uh, yeah, ah. that's not, you're not making it through the rotation, I don't think, through the starting lineup very far with that, with that guy in your, uh, on your bump. But, uh, let's see what else, what else we have for an answer. Tanner just says, I'll do it. Fuck it. Right. I get it's it. Fair. Yeah. This is how, I think this is how we all feel, right? Like that's how Open Shirt Derek was born was like, no, 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 I got this because, uh, I, I can't. I don't. I don't feel like any of us feel like we could do any worse than what's going out there on the mound. Yeah. Uh, Ian Kennedy, Jesse, once again ineffective for this team on the mound when he came he was, out. He was. Really just,
1: he was not, not good. He was not good.
0: Not good. Joe Manship had to mop up the mess. Uh, what else we got? Gak Zalin,
1: brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> just put on. Put on like those. Uh, those like mustache glasses and then you know just poses yeah, someone else yeah, yeah yeah
0: oh yeah for sure for sure the bobby valentine from back in the day for right. sure. that's good <laughs> uh what else we got we got anything else leah dalton bar <laughs> patrick lyons from our friends at dnvr says he has to fit in there somewhere i love i love this sentiment because i feel like this is how again how we all feel like I Don't care how we get Stone Garrett and Dalton Varshow and Corbin Carroll in the lineup all together, figure it out. Basically, yeah, figure it out. <laughs> DH,
1: even the, the, pitch, the pitcher doesn't hit anymore anyway, so I'm not sure can. How having well, Dalton no, Marshall...
0: to the DH effectively. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, know. it doesn't really
1: know. work that way, but uh, yeah, I, Dalton Varshow has some incredible versatility so. Um, I, I understand where Patrick is coming from on this one. Yeah, it feels sure. like it feels like we haven't seen it, but it feels like he probably could pitch if, if anyone on the Diamondbacks roster could. Dalton Marshall would probably I, be the one.
0: Yeah, you're probably not wrong. The guy is versatile. I'm also thinking Jake McCarthy. Jake McCarthy seems to not be able to do any wrong lately. Uh, eight hitting streak for our guy, Jake McCarthy. I had an interesting conversation today, which essentially alluded to the fact of like Stone Garrett and Jake McCarthy kind of, somehow being the guys who aren't expendable but might end up being seen as being expendable and like that's heartbreaking considering what those two individuals are doing for this team right now yeah. Um, but I also get it based on the fact that you know there's cornerstones of the future that are here and playing for this team now and there's going to be a point where uh, I, I'm sure that you know uh, Mike Hazen and this front office is going to be forced to unfortunately choose uh, who is packaged to possibly help make this team better elsewhere. And it doesn't matter who it's going to be because whoever it's going to be is going to make us sad and regretful and everything the whole time. But uh, I don't even want to talk about that now because that's, that's then this is now, now we're enjoying Jake McCarthy hitting CJ Crone. Speaking of hitting, he broke stat cast uh, in game two, just fucking broke it with his home run. Uh 504 feet in that ridiculous game that we all got to watch, by the way, at our new office together. So that yeah, was beautiful. We had a blast doing that. It was painful, but then it was also fun. <laughs> Diamondbacks came back uh from an eight eight to one deficit, right? Like that was incredible. But again, they just couldn't lock it down. I got to I had to use that bullpen gift way too many times this weekend, Jesse. Uh it yeah. was it was definitely a disappointing series, bullpen-wise, and of course we know how tough it is to pitch in colorado but this series felt yeah. especially deflating
1: yeah i mean it the bullpen has just sort of been like the dark cloud that his um you know, sat right over the top of these last two series for the Diamondbacks. You feel like in that series against uh, the Padres earlier, it was sort of like, you know, the Diamondbacks had a real shot to win two out of three in that series, but there was the one game in that series where uh, the bullpen just couldn't hold things down. And then again, in this series, you feel like there was that one game, you know, out of the three that swung what could have been a series win into a series loss Um, with that game that you're talking about on Friday, you know, you're, you're up 10 to eight, um late in the game and you wind up losing 13 to 10 because the bullpen allows five runs i thought it was interesting in that one derek that uh tory lovello went to caleb smith uh late in the game for both the eighth and the ninth inning uh, it was like he yeah. just seen enough of everyone else in the bullpen and just wanted caleb smith the one guy he hadn't tried back there to, to try to finish the job and caleb smith couldn't do it right two outs in the ninth inning and he gives up a, a three costly three run home run um literally cost of the game. I mean, it was a walk-off three-run home run. So um both of these series are series that you feel like with a decent bullpen, you probably win these series, right? Um, but unfortunately the Diamondbacks have now lost two out of three um in back-to-back series. And uh the high that we were riding earlier in the week has sort of fallen by the wayside as a result. Yeah, four
0: losses in a row. Uh it definitely not only felt like the end of any kind of fantasy playoff push but it almost felt a little bit like the end of the diamondbacks trying i and i don't want to say like they're not giving an effort but maybe the feeling that we had of 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 the season kind of being over maybe it was the same feeling internally maybe they knew that they kind of had to play perfect baseball in order for there to even be a chance and it felt like after it was gone the padre series was done they lost that it felt like they just Came out flat against Colorado. I mean, that that pushback, though, uh, in Friday's game was impressive. Like, we really thought that they were dead in the water. And uh, we were kind of moving on. Again, we were at our new office, uh, which I once again have to thank our friends over at More Furniture for the amazing recliners that I wanted to take a nap in. Uh, But I did not trust any of I wouldn't sleep around any monsters like I wouldn't trust any of these animals at PHNX for me to even like close my eyes while they're around me, let alone anything more than that. But uh, they are very comfy seats. And we once again, thank our friends at More Furniture for that. Uh, Our viewing area, not to brag, but uh, we're going to show it off this week on on PHNX social. So make sure to stay tuned for that. But it's something we were talking about today at the Cardinals game, Jesse. We were all out at a, at a tailgate having a fun time, but it was hot. And TVs weren't exactly, you know, right in the, our, our our eyesight, our line line of sight area. And uh, a lot of us were talking about how funny it is that if we had a choice right now, we'd all be back at the office. So that's a beautiful thing that our office is uh, is that kind yeah. of place that you want to be at. And uh, we want to thank you guys that actually showed up, by the way, some of our friends from the chat some of our friends from our phnx family stopped by it was wonderful to see you guys in person and again thanks to our friends at more furniture for hooking all of that uh that stuff up for us but thank you guys uh for coming and being there in person because that was a blast uh to to celebrate to to watch that diamondbacks game watch that comeback and then uh also watch them blow it together it felt uh, it felt like our entire uh, Diamondbacks world was all right there for a little while, so that was kind of nice. But, of course, this episode is not about anything other than Zach Gallon and his amazing achievement. And, of course, as we promised until this streak was over, Zach gallon continues to be our DraftKings king of the series. Uh, hats off to this man. 44.1 consecutive innings pitched over the streak. 11 strikeouts today. He had way more strikeouts over that streak. But 11 strikeouts today I thought was very, very impressive for a guy who was coming into this game with, you know, uh, history on the line, right? Like, not only did he have franchise history to make, but there were a couple of guys named Don Drysdale and, uh, you know, a few other folks ahead of him that he was in in the company of. So having the seventh longest streak, uh, a consecutive scoreless streak in baseball history, considering how long baseball has been around, considering how names, many names aren't on that list or above his is damn
1: impressive. I mean, it's just so hard to throw like even one outing that's scoreless, right? Like if Anything Zach Allen happen- goes out, Yeah. Yeah. Like even uh, Jacob deGrom, right? Like think of the best pitcher in baseball that, you know, like even when they're at their best, you still usually give up a run or two, you know, like even making it through six or seven innings without allowing a run is impressive. You know, doing it in back to back starts is impressive. But what we just saw, Derek, was Zach Gallen stringing together six consecutive starts. Um, all of six innings or more where he didn't allow a single run in all of them, right? And then, of sense. course, it was yeah. the first first few innings of of today's game on top of that to come out with forty four and a third in the end. It's just incredible. Like at a certain point, I think we all just got used to watching Zach Gallon throw scoreless innings. like yeah. it was nothing. Like it would yeah. have been shocking if anyone scored a run. and And I was a little shocked. like when the when the Rockies actually did score a run, even when there was first and second and one out in that inning, like you didn't feel that worried, right? It was like first, second, nobody out. Like, eh, you know, he'll probably get a double play, you know, he'll probably strike a couple guys out and find his way out of this. It was genuinely sort of surprising um when that base hit it just sort of snuck through into right field um and and gave the Rockies a, a run against against Zach Allen, someone who has not been scored upon or had not been scored upon in a very long time. I won't lie. I was, uh, I was,
0: I was angrier than you should be for a guy just giving up one run. Like, you know, yeah. My natural yeah. reaction was to be like, what the, you yeah. yeah. but, know, but, but yeah, it's like you said, it's all based on expectations. It's based on what he's been doing, how used, how, how used we are to seeing him doing what he's been doing. So uh, hats yeah. off to gallon for setting that streak. And to be honest, hats off to him for it being over now. Like, he set the franchise record, at least. Now he can move on with his life. It's kind of like what Tori said about perfect games and other things. You know, sometimes you want these guys, especially in a season like this, where there really is nothing left on the line at this point, you don't want them to be caught up in all of that that might end up, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, like you, you really just want them to go out there and try to play their best baseball and and work maybe work on some things. You know, like Zach Gallon wasn't going to work on anything with a
1: scoreless streak going on,
0: he wasn't going to change a goddamn thing. You know no, what I mean?
1: No. So and Brent like, Strom wasn't going to talk to him. He
0: wasn't even going to talk to him. He's not even going to talk to him. I bet they haven't spoken in weeks. I bet they have yeah. Like he, like Zach Gallon comes and Brent Strom just turns the other direction and goes away. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but anyway, uh shout out to Zach Gallin. Uh Again, our, DraftKings king of the series and again if you haven't done so already make sure to download the DraftKings sportsbook app the NFL's opening week was absolutely action-packed and it's just getting started Uh, right now new customers can bet five dollars on any NFL team and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly win or lose it doesn't matter and as an added bonus for week one Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. If you're watching us right now live, you might be able to get down on the afternoon games or the evening games or even the Monday night game. It's this simple: download the DraftKings Sportsbook, use promo code PHNX and bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any time during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure that you are opting in for all promotions when you get down on that app. By the way, uh, that's crucial in some cases minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details i've actually had a blast uh betting i hit today uh unfortunately betting not against the cardinals but i had a I had a three-leg parlay that had uh patrick mahomes going for over 300 yards uh <laughs> Sh- smith schuster going for over 55 and uh connor getting a touchdown so i got all of that, and I won myself some go. money on the DraftKings sportsbook app first week. Happy to do so. I also bet on the Baltimore Ravens to cover the spread and <laughs> smash the Jets because Gabriel ass suck. I'll Gabriel ass is asked, there? An is there...
1: <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Is there an option to bet whether the car D backs will outscore the Arizona Cardinals? Oh my god. There should be. We need <laughs> to talk to be. our guys. Yeah, we need to talk to our guys at the DraftKings Sportsbook. But don't forget, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Just had to make sure I get that in in case I didn't. But, uh of course, Jesse, uh, that's not the only place that we need to send you guys because, of course, uh, we've been talking about game time uh, today. The Cardinals game was here. And if you wanted to just say out of nowhere, go to the Cardinals game last minute, your best place, to get your tickets for that is our friends over at Game Time. It's the hottest new ticketing app that makes it easier than ever to score your best tickets that you can get at the last minute to uh, concerts, sporting events, and shows. Uh, don't even I'm not even I'm not even going to get started on the weekend thing. That's a whole other thing. Uh, but the Arizona Cardinals today could have saved up to 60% off on your tickets last minute. Great for procrastinators like me. Jesse, he gets his tickets early. I know this guy. He never. I. That is uh, so not true. That is, is that so not true. true. procrastinating? Growing,
1: growing up, I would literally, I never oh, you told bought me that. tickets yeah, you, for a Diamondbacks game like a in guy, Kind of. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, not yeah. a scout. Scal- I
1: wouldn't use the, a scalper scalper, guy. No, I would, use the word "scalper," but I would. I would use. I would use the game time app relatively frequently. That's um right. Because it was genuinely, it was like the best way to genuinely, get uh, to get. Y-
0: you introduced me to it that one time we had a meeting. You actually told oh, me yes. that, how you got all your tickets. That's oh. right. So uh, jesse, Jesse's jesse
1: been using it for years. So of course, you I don't have. trust Jesse. I mean, me. It's a beautiful friends, app, but... too. Like, out of all of the ticketing mm. apps out there, Game Time is very aesthetic. I, I don't know how much, like, if you guys necessarily, <laughs> like, how much aesthetics oh, are it. important to you in oh, your ticketing apps. Important. But Game yeah. Time is absolutely at the top of that list.
0: We're, we're using a different fantasy football app that I've never used before. And I love it. i I don't i've never used i i don't know which uh i don't even know what fantasy football we're under right because (laughs) i was just sent links to stuff and i logged in but uh like today it had like highlights you could click on your player's face and it would show like your fantasy player scoring touchdowns ah technology is beautiful and like jesse said uh Yes, Brett Johnson says, "Holy shit, this shits on SeatGeek." Thank you, Brett Johnson. That's that's a testimony. That's not from us. That's from that's from one of our friends. So, if you love PHNX, you will love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our show description. So make sure to do that. Uh, and of course, we thank you guys so much for checking out our partners. Uh, unfortunately, today is a day of remembrance for a sad occasion. The saddest saddest event to ever happen probably in the history of the united states uh today is september 11th it's the 21st anniversary of the september 11th uh events tragedy everything that happened that day uh there was a really sad event too that happened today jesse uh, on top of on top of this on top of everything that happened with the baseball world uh, our heart kind of aches former braves pitcher anthony Varvaro. Uh, played six years in the majors, including four years with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, he voluntarily re- retired from the MLB to become part of the Port Authority uh, police officers, and he was uh, unfortunately killed today in a wrong-way crash on his way to work Manhattan's 9/11 service. So our thoughts go out to everybody in the baseball community, uh, obviously his, his family and loved ones. Um, yeah, it's never you know it's 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 tragic to hear that, especially considering. Uh, This is someone that retired from Major League Baseball to go work as a police officer and help people and, you know, serve the community. So, uh, you know, again, our, our hearts go out.
1: Yeah, Vivaro is, um, it wasn't that long ago that he was playing uh, in Major League Baseball. 2015 yeah. was his last season where he logged big league time. So um, not that long ago, we were we were watching him uh, pitch. It looks like he finished his career with the Red Sox. And then he had four years before that, like you said, with the Atlanta Braves. Um was really, really good, really, really good reliever for them there for a few years. So um, yeah, always sad to hear stories like this, especially on a day like, uh, like 9-11 that obviously... Yeah. Just sort of has a somber tone to it in general. So this just sort of added on to that. Here's one thing that is often strange
0: to me when it comes to comes to this, because it's not it's not to say that we have happy memories tied to this year or anything. But this was, you know, baseball was the first thing to come back after you know the country kind of shut down due to what happened on September 11th and you know you had George George Bush coming out on Yankee uh, Yankee Stadium coming out on the field throwing the first pitch Um, and then that postseason the Yankees make this magical run as well do the Arizona Diamondbacks and these two teams end up in the World Series and like it was such a happy occasion for us you know I mean for our team to win right but Like it's, it was almost heartbreaking to me to hear like the flip side of it, like from Yankees fan perspective, because it was, it seemed like it was fate. It seemed like it was fate that the Yankees, you know, would go on. And, and after this tragedy happened in their city and everybody kind of rebounded and, and used baseball as a way to come back together. It seemed like it was fate that the, that the Yankees would win that year. And especially with the way that world series went, right. It was, uh, the, the Diamondbacks were really putting it to the Yankees before they started making some miraculous comebacks but uh it was it was interesting to read an article today about uh that series and about how devastating <laughs> the Arizona Diamondbacks win over the Yankees in the World Series really was to the city of New York and like it was just a perspective i had never really thought of it really wasn't from a from a Diamondbacks perspective from an Arizona sports fan perspective it was one of the happiest momentous occasions you know ever we finally won a major championship and it's it it is a bit heartbreaking to think that our win you know it's always going to bring sadness to some franchise or some fans because their team didn't win it obviously right but yeah it was it was a very strange perspective and almost a little towards tugged on my heart a bit to read that perspective of, of <laughs> apparently the Diamondbacks being the heels in this situation, which, uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't great to hear, you know, but I guess I, I understand it from the perspective that, you know, the article was written.
1: I, I, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to really like understand exactly what things were like at the time, because frankly, I wasn't old enough to remember any of these things, sure. but yeah. I have to feel like, there must have been a part of of I mean, I don't know if like the Diamondbacks fan community necessarily would have felt this at the time. Like you literally just won the world championship, right? It's like the first major sports championship in in the state of Arizona. So you're probably not like feeling too bad for a team that had won multiple titles and back to back years and no. basically had like this no. powerhouse franchise that people were. Honestly kind of tired of winning year after year after year. Right. Baseball has a lot of parody It's pretty unusual for a team to string together multiple World Series championships the way that the Yankees did. But it, uh, it it was I'm sure it was weird. Like it had to have been weird for for New York and and just that city and and all of the people there to go through everything that they did to have like such a devastating loss, you know, in game 7, you know, to have it all crumble at the end for for a franchise that seemed to be kind of keeping the city afloat in some ways like the yankees were kind of what what was holding the fabric of that town together there for about a month and to see things just end in disaster the the way that they did i can see how that would have been very difficult for them
0: they basically alluded to the fact that in any other year the average fan that wasn't the Yankees fan probably would have been behind the Arizona Diamondbacks. Like there would have been a good chance that the Arizona Diamondbacks could have really built kind of a cult following where, you know, fans in other cities kind of rooted for us because it was the Yankees and everything you brought up. Right. But then it happened during this year that America was behind New York and America was kind of like the, the, the average fan kind of felt that, love yeah. for, for new york city and everything like that so like i mean again from a reasonable perspective and having gone through it having been a fan through it like especially me i was a fan of both teams for me it was one of those perspectives that one of the series started i thought i couldn't lose and then as i've described before on this podcast i honestly found myself just it's like that that yankees fan cap that my dad had put so firmly on my head was starting to come off and that (laughs) diamondback was coming on a little tighter i don't know if it was the early wins i don't know if it was the way the season went i just remember that when the diamondbacks blew those games late that i was ready to you know kick my (laughs) tv and you know what i mean like it was it was it was the Derek watching the suns lose and throwing the remote control through the big screen tv all over again but um, you know, it was, it definitely came out inside of me who I was rooting for. Right. And I think that's maybe it, like, you know, there was a, there normally would have been like that for a lot of people maybe, but it was just a year where, you know, our collective hearts broke for what happened in New York and Pennsylvania and everywhere else in DC, you know, and it was one of those things where we were just kind of trying to pick up the pieces and figure out how the hell this happened to us you know like we were like it's so crazy how our country has changed since that day you know i yeah. i I still i still remember being in high school and watching like columbine happen right and it's like that and september 11th were two events that i lived through in the aspect of watching these tragedies happen on tv and Like, it's kind of crazy to me because my childhood was so safe. My world, my country, everything was so safe when I was a kid. Like, and so now it's just wild to me how as an adult, I've watched this world change. And it's been since I was like a teenager growing up, making that transition into being an adult. And, uh, you know, now this is this world my daughter lives in that's so vastly different, you know, from before. Right. Where like this you know, even here in Phoenix, we had, uh, uh, you know, kind of make national news with a high school that people still don't know if gunshots were fired or not. But, you know, during a fight yeah. at Central High School, kids broke out because they thought they heard gunshots. And it's like, yeah, it's no surprise. I mean, a kid could drop a firecracker nowadays and most kids would break out running because of the way that this world, unfortunately. Is yeah. Now, right. But like yeah. it was I guess I guess that was the thing was like for us, I guess here in Arizona that was a moment of triumph. That was a moment of us kind of uh, being able to forget about that tragedy and for a moment have happiness in our lives when, you know, our world was so broken at the, at the time, right? And like, yeah. it's so crazy to think of it from the perspective of those that like, the of a city like that, that was the focal point of everything and how, you know, again, how this series was viewed. And like I, I definitely have a different view on it now, but it doesn't make me uh doesn't change my opinion. I'm still glad the Arizona Diamondbacks won it. And uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry.
1: I'm it's sorry It's like we, it's like we feel sorry. a little bad. We feel yeah, like a, feel little a little bad, bad. but eh, not, you know, not really, I, not at I the end the one, of the day. I, I think really sports once
0: again is one of those things that it's uh it's a healing thing. It's something that we can like get back together and we can remember that, you know, how how strong we are but it really is just a distraction you know what i mean like it's a distraction yeah. it's a form of entertainment but for that year that it was something different you know what i mean it was like uh an inspiration to the to, to our country you know what i mean it was like kind of a middle finger to anybody that thought that they could really terrorize the united states you know it was a fuck you no we're gonna go back to playing baseball like seriously that's yeah that's how little that's how little you scare us or shake us is that we're gonna go back to playing baseball and we don't give a damn about you know how badly you think you're gonna you know change our world it's it's not you know but can't say it didn't because it was a a world-changing event to this day i still have to throw away tubes of toothpaste when I go through TSA.
1: Yeah, that's that's the most bizarre <sighs> so, part of it to me is like uh, I don't re- I don't remember anything else, like I don't know anything else, but I'm told that prior there to 9 11, yeah. you didn't like what <laughs> was it even? Like, was there water and on Was your, there on. any kind of security whatsoever? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, like, it wasn't
0: any different. Okay. It wasn't really any different. You still had your bag checked. You still had to have stuff looked at if it looks okay. Suspicious. Yeah, you still weren't allowed weapons or sharp knives. Or, they're just so much more <laughs> critical of it. Now, now, you have to check your shoes. Now, you have to check anything that could be liquid. Now, anything that could be, you know, this. Like, there's so many, you know, it's, it's just. There, there's so many unknowns that they just it, it really is one of those things that we just decided it's better be safe than sorry so sorry you can't bring your fucking water bottles on here anymore you can't bring your toot- yeah. to- tubes of toothpaste they look too much like explosives i'm sorry you know so, <laughs> i get it i'd rather I, I too would rather be safe than sorry at times so um but again thank you guys for being here those of you that are here I know it's a sad football day. I know there's lots of football on. I know your fantasy football teams are out there doing things, and you need to keep up on it. So those of you that are here, we appreciate you being here. If you're a PHNX member already, we thank you for that. If you haven't signed up already, make sure to do so. Get yourself an annual membership. You will get yourself a free T-shirt over at the PHNX Locker uh, for doing so. That's phnxlocker.com. Uh, if you get yourself a month-to-month membership, you will get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get both access to our members-only Discord, again, a fun place to be, even on Football Sunday, and uh, members-only acc- discounts over at the, uh, PHNXLocker.com. Also, if you're watching us right now, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Leave us a thumbs up. We appreciate you for doing so, and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. Uh, And also, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, make sure to subscribe to us there. Uh, Leave us a five-star review. We appreciate you for it. Uh, Jesse, looking ahead, uh, the Diamondbacks didn't do so well in the All-City division, obviously, this week. So let's take a look at where we're at in the standings. Ah, Those White Sox keep moving farther and farther above 500. Meanwhile, the Diamondbacks just can't quite get there. I I think this series loss to the Rockies, once again, was disappointing because it felt like, uh, here's another winnable series. And I got to stop saying that because I feel like every time I say there's a winnable series this season, it doesn't go that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so at this point, the diamondbacks, as of this moment, they still hold uh third place in the NL West. Um, they're tied with the, with the giants they are both, both teams are 66 to 73. As of right now, uh, diamondbacks hold the tiebreaker. So technically they are, they are in third place. Um, but yeah, as far as the All City Division is concerned, it seems like the White Sox are uh, gaining some space there. Uh, I'm not. I'm not so sure how we feel about the uh, D-backs' long term hopes of of beating a team <laughs> that's three games over 500 at this point. Want to be the uh, most mid team, Jesse? We want to be the yeah. most mid team. Yeah. I, I. I. And this is the point, right, where the the upcoming schedule gets really tough for the Diamondbacks. Um, really I mean, doesn't. there's just not like. The Rockies are the last team they play, frankly, that is worse than them, at least from a record standpoint. For the um, rest of the season. Yep. Absolutely. For the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. They have the Milwaukee Brewers,
0: uh, the Giants, a couple of teams that they've, you know, had some success against. But uh, let's take a look at what they have coming up. Got some home games coming up on the schedule. The Dodgers coming into town and the Padres, two teams that uh, I don't know if you want to go watch them play or not. That's up to you. <laughs> uh then they then they have uh these is, is it a four game or five
1: game set with the Dodgers? It is a five. That's a so it's this a, week is a three game series at home, but then next week is yeah, it's five games and four oh, days at Dodger Stadium. Oh my so god, it's about as that's, brutal, brutal that's of a, a start to the week as you can have. Yeah,
0: that's an absolute nightmare. Imagine getting up on Monday and having to play the Dodgers five times in four days. Oh, it's pretty what, rough. Are, what yeah, what, uh, hey, what what are th- what give me something you'd rather do five times <laughs> in four days than play the dodgers that's terrible <laughs> i'd rather sit in traffic for all five days like just the whole time i'd rather like the entire day <laughs> than playing the dodgers absolutely i have good air oh, conditioning and and i like listening to music i can handle that
1: i would rather i would absolutely rather have like like four consecutive double headers against the Dodgers and sit in traffic for like, are you oh. sure Derek, you really would want yeah. to sit in traffic like uh, continuously uh, for like yeah. 15 consecutive hours during the day. Let me ask you this. Does
0: this mean that the diamondbacks don't have to play the Dodgers? Because if so, yes, yes, that's exactly what it means. Would I'd rather do that than watch the <laughs> diamondbacks play the Dodgers. Yes. I'd rather do that too. Uh, yeah. There's so many things, Jesse, I'd have, I'd have five root canals in four days before I'd want to play the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> that many times. That sounds uh, uh. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I mean, and it's not just next week, too, right? With the three games against the Dodgers this week, you're looking at playing the Dodgers nine times in the next week and a half. So it's pretty, times. yeah, it's pretty rough. Is that right? Do they have four yeah, games it's,
0: against the Dodgers at home?
1: oh no no you're right you're right i can't count apparently it's eight it's eight Ah, eight games against the dodgers in the next week and a half which is still wild though because Ah. like the diamondbacks only play the dodgers 19 times the whole season so to play them you know eight times in the span of like a little more than a week is yeah yeah it's unfortunate that's not right that's not right and you taught kids math jesse I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently people think that like if you're a math teacher, like your your primary skills in life are like addition and multiplication. Like that's you're just like a addition, like multiplication robot. Like you yeah, just you're, not one of those, you're not
0: one of those human calculator guys. Quick, what's thirty four well, times 298? Go
1: no no like that's stupid like that's what people have done to me since i was like eight years old and there's no part of that that i enjoy so if you have a math teacher in your life do them a favor and don't ask them to do like your random household calculations that you have to do throughout the day because really nobody enjoys that and that's what your phone calculator is for at the end of the day so make make use of it people you know you know what you've been doing since you were eight years old jesse Should Mark Grace and Darren Sutton welcome a young Greg Schulte into the broadcast booth?
0: Come on, man. You know what you've been doing. Don't make me play the whole video. Uh, Uh. Speaking of of things that have been around since that video first aired, uh, Albert Poulos (laughs) hit number 697. Uh, a rod fourth most in Major League Baseball. So once again, our hat off to T.O. Albert and everything that he's been doing. Uh, it's been fun to watch, and I think everybody's enjoying it. Someone said that they're throwing him meatballs. So what? Doesn't he deserve to be throwing meatballs at this point of his career? I don't know. <laughs> That's just my opinion. But uh, Shout out once again to our friends at Four Peaks Brewing Company. We thank them for their hospitality. We had our ASU. Uh tailgate party out there, a watch party for ASU. Unfortunately, it did not go our way. Nothing went our way this weekend, Jesse. Um, it's a very
1: bad weekend of football. It's bad weekend. Zach Allen at least it's got the not...
0: franchise. Yeah, Zach Allen yeah. saved us. But we thank our friends out at Ode, uh at four Peaks for their hospitality. And of course, we'll be out there uh the last Wednesday of every month doing our thing. Uh, make sure to join us. Uh of course, uh, if you can't join us, make sure to watch us live. Grab yourself some Four Peaks at your local grocery store and enter our Four Peaks Toast of the Month Sweepstakes, by the way, which can win you uh, a little bit of swag and you get yourself a $50 uh, Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. You can enter over at gophnx.com. And while you're there, you can also enter our OG's brand Flavoring Live Sweepstakes, One winner will receive three, yes, three bags of OG's gummies, including my favorite orange creamsicle. Uh, That's open shirt Derek. He happens to be everybody's favorite for closer, uh, and I I see it. I see why. Uh, You also get yourself an OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. So go to. Uh, Go phnx.com or click the link in our show notes, sign up for both of those sweepstakes. And if you haven't had a chance already, check out our friends at OGs. They're all about flavoring life. I love uh, their gummies. They are delicious. They have a variety of strains and a variety of doses for everybody, no matter how much you need micro doses, big doses, little doses all in between, everything you need, all sorts of strains. Uh, You can find them at your local dispensary or if you need to find them and you can find them at your local dispensary, go to ogsbrands.com. You can also find them on Instagram at OGsbrands. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. That goes the same, by the way, for Four Peaks as well. Uh, And of course that's what i'm going to be using in order to get over this loss or not this loss i'm still i'm this is a win the series was a loss the cardinals game was a loss the, the asu sun devils was a loss uh, it's how i rebound it's how i come back on monday strong but of course uh you know at least that gallon has our back because we needed we needed a win and the diamondbacks brought us a big win today at least in the finale so thanks to them for not getting swept
1: Yeah. And I think we should also mention uh, Jake McCarthy and just like what the completely wild things that he's been able to do over the last two months. Um as Leah mentions the coyotes didn't at lose. least The, the least. coyotes yes. didn't lose. Yes. Coyotes. yes. Hold on, hold on to the little things. Um <laughs> yeah, this is this is 2 months to the day that Jake McCarthy was called back up to the majors. He was called back up on July 11th. Um he's had a few different stits in the in the majors this year, but this most recent one, Derek, has just been ridiculous. And if you look at his numbers in July, he uh, between like those those last three weeks or so of the month that he was uh, in the majors, Jake McCarthy in that month hit like 300 and had like a 900 OPS. If you look at August, the numbers look basically the same. And so far in September, he's batting nearly 400, I believe, um, as of as of the game today in which he had four hits against the Colorado Rockies. So um, there's a yeah, McCarthy's batting 305 for the season. He was hitting 228 when the Diamondbacks called him up two months ago. Um, so it's just been remarkable what, what the guy has been able to do over the last couple months, Um, uh, not just, you know, really helping the D backs in a, in a big way, giving them some, some stability really near the top of the lineup for these last couple months, but also really turning himself into like a pretty compelling piece for the future. I don't know a few months ago, if you had asked us, you know, where does Jake McCarthy fit into the future of the diamondbacks? I'm not sure what I would have said, like probably a fourth outfielder, you know, maybe he finds a way to to be in the mix even though the diamondbacks uh, outfield is so crowded but he's really put himself right in the middle of that conversation is maybe the outfielder that you feel like most confident in moving forward based on what he's done these last two months jake
0: mccarthy has an eight game hitting streak any guesses what his batting
1: average is during that streak jesse it's probably very high because he had four hits today and he had i think three or four hits in another game earlier in the week um I don't know. It's probably 420. I'm going to guess 452, 452, 452 in an eight game hitting streak. Right. A lot of time with hitting
0: streaks, especially you kind of look back on it and it was just strung along by a one for three and a one for four here and there. Yeah. Not only is Jake McCarthy hitting during his hitting streak? But he is he is hitting, hitting. He is hitting, hitting. That's how the I think that's how the young folks say it, right? You double the word and that makes it more significant. Yeah, I right. I try right. to stay up on the lingo, Jesse. But it's he's hashtag good.
1: hitting. Is that the he's right? Is that the right? Hitting. I don't know.
0: <laughs> bussing? Is he bussing? I don't know. I I need Leah to jump in here. <laughs> Leah, says, no. <laughs> Leah's using. I think I'm using that incorrectly. I don't know, but he is on a tear, man, and it's great to see because again, uh, not a lot of things are going right for this team pitching wise besides Merrill Kelly. And Zach Gowan, it feels like. I mean, even Zach Davies was a complete disaster in his start against the Rockies. So, you know, this team really has a lot of pieces to address in the offseason. And then they have this surplus of guys that we don't want them to even touch, right? Like surplus yeah. of talent all in the outfield that we don't want them to even get rid of. Like just start teaching these guys other positions, figure it out. So Anyway, we'll see what happens with this team towards the end of the season. Uh, I hope that they can continue to muster up a fight and see how close that they can get to my prediction of 82 and 80 for me. That's really, at this point, what I'm looking at is is them to make me look good with my my (laughs) predictions preseason. But uh, we thank you guys, of course, so much for joining us. You can continue to follow us on Twitter, I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, but of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure to join us tomorrow. We'll be back in the studio with our Mailbag Monday episode. Send us questions. We love to answer them. That's what Mondays are all about. Uh, Until then, we thank you guys so much for joining us here in the chat. Uh, On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you. We hope you have a happy Sunday. Uh, And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.